0: From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, January 4th. I'm Marco Werman. Two men finally go to jail for a 1993 racially motivated murder in London. The case exposed racism within the ranks of British police, too. This has been something that the black community has been holding its breath for. We'll hear why some Britons say this is their Rosa Parks moment. Also, the push for solar power in India, a country where half the people don't have electric light.
1: Once you see bright light, it's a different feeling where you look forward to
0: tomorrow. Plus, China clamps down on excessive entertainment.
2: BBC News, this is Mike Cooper. In London, prison sentences have been handed down to two white men for the racist murder of the black teenager Stephen Lawrence in 1993, a crime which the judge said had scarred the nation. Gary Dobson and David Norris will be jailed for a total of nearly 30 years, as Matt Proger reports.
3: In front of a packed and tense courtroom, Mr Justice Tracy told Gary Dobson he would serve a minimum of 15 years and two months, while David Norris, because he was younger at the time of the murder, would spend at least 14 years and three months in prison. The judge listed a number of aggravating factors, which had increased the sentences above a 12-year starting point. He said there was a degree of premeditation in the murder. It was a racist crime driven by hatred. It involved a gang of like-minded attackers who knew a lethal weapon was being carried and the victim was completely blameless.
2: Detectives investigating the murder of Stephen Lawrence say new information about the case has come to light since the guilty verdicts were returned on Tuesday. Detective Chief Inspector Clive Driscoll told the BBC that officers would be visiting Gary Dobson and David Norris in prison to see whether they would be willing to assist the inquiry. In 1997, an inquest found Stephen Lawrence was killed in an unprovoked racist attack by five youths. The French Foreign Minister Alain Juppé says the European Union is on track to impose an embargo on Iran's oil exports. The move is expected to be announced formally at an EU foreign ministers meeting in Brussels at the end of the month. The Iranian government gains half its revenue from the export of crude oil and the embargo will mean that Iran will need to look to Asian markets to replace lost trade. The US government welcomed the news, saying it was very good that the EU had reached this preliminary deal. The Minnesota Congresswoman, Michelle Buckman, has pulled out of the race to be the Republican Party candidate in this year's US presidential campaign. Mrs Buckman, a Christian conservative, polled just 5% when Republicans in Iowa voted on Tuesday for their preferred candidates. The Iowa caucus was won by the closest of margins by the former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney. From Iowa, here's Paul Adams.
1: Michelle Bachmann said she had decided to stand aside, but insisted she would continue to fight against what she called the socialist agenda of President Barack Obama. For months, Michelle Bachmann's fortunes have waned. The defection of her Iowa campaign chief and her dreadful showing in Tuesday's caucuses made this decision all but inevitable. Despite a brief moment as a frontrunner last summer, she has never really stood the remotest chance of being nominated. Her departure removes one hardline Christian conservative from the field and leaves it more open for other candidates, including Rick Santorum, who appeal to evangelical voters. But the race now moves to the northeastern state of New Hampshire, where Mitt Romney, the winner here by just eight votes, stands a good chance of notching up a second early win.
2: World News from the BBC. President Cristina Fernandez of Argentina is awake and recovering after having surgery for thyroid cancer. Her spokesman said the operation was successful with no complications. Supporters gathered outside the hospital in Buenos Aires and applauded the news. Pope Benedict has accepted the resignation of an assistant Roman Catholic bishop of Los Angeles. The 60-year-old Mexican-born prelate has has confessed to having a secret family. David Willey reports from Rome. It's another embarrassing confession for the Catholic Church in the United States. Bishop Gabino Zavala, one of four auxiliary bishops in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, has admitted to the Pope that he has a secret family, with a woman in another state by whom he has two teenage children. The Catholic Church says it'll pay for the university education of his children and is offering spiritual guidance to his mistress. The bishop has been in charge of the San Gabriel region of Los Angeles for the past 17 years.